You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me. The Lord defends me is the title of this devotion. You know, security or insecurity, as is more commonly thought of, has a lot to do with this way of thinking. When you have this confidence that the Lord is your shield, that He is your defense, when you then are faced with things that challenge your security, you're not so moved by it. You hold steady. You have confidence and trust in God that He defends you, upholds you, sustains you. And I think that that is a very important characteristic to have when when you go through challenges, but also as you develop in your godly character, which is very important to have. Godly character sustains us when there's nothing else around to uphold us. Again, godly character sustains us when there's nothing around us to uphold us or when there's nobody else to give you that consciousness behave this way. It's a godly character that is developed in Romans chapter 5 talks about this. Let me take you here to Psalm 82 and I'm going to read to you from the Living Bible, okay? Psalm 82 verse 1, the Living Bible. God stands up to open heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the judges. How long will you judge? Judges refuse to listen to the evidence. How long will you shower special favors on the wicked? Give fair judgment to the poor man, the afflicted, the fatherless, the destitute. Rescue the poor and needy from the grasp of the evil man. But you are so foolish and so ignorant because you are in darkness. All the foundations of society are shaken to the core. I have called you all gods and sons of the Most High, but in death you are mere men. You will fall as any prince, for all must die. Stand up, O God, and judge the earth, for all it belongs to you. All nations are under your hands. Okay, let me read you that one verse in Psalm 82, excuse me, from this translation, the Amplified, because when I read this in this translation, it whacked me in my soul. It says in verse five and six. The magistrates and judges know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles upon which rests the administration of justice are shaken. I said, you are God, since you judge on my behalf as my representatives. Indeed, all of you are children of the Most High. My goodness, when I read that, it just grabbed my heart how important 
It is for all of us, especially as Christians, but for all of us as human beings, to realize how responsible we are to uphold justice and truth and goodness and equity, and that we have a heart that is seasoned through the Word of God to know right from wrong and to choose what is good and refuse what is wrong. And how important it is, especially for our magistrates in the nation, to know the difference between right and wrong and just and judge fairly and uprightly in the face of God, knowing they're responsible to God for the judgments that they give. King David in Psalm 41, okay, Psalm 41, King David, and I read it to you recently, but I'll read it to you again. He says, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he will be blessed on the earth and you will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on the bed of illness and you will sustain him on the sick bed. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. My, heal my soul. And David was a man who really lived in that absolute responsibility to do what is right as a king, as a husband, as a father. And you could see if you really read the story about David's life, it was not all straightforward. It was to be somebody who judges righteously and fairly. It's not always all straightforward, folks. The circumstances that face us in this life do not always have just an A, B, C, D, E, F, G answer. You really need to know the working of God's Spirit. You really need to know the will of His ways and purposes. And you need to live in that working of God, in that nature of His Spirit that teaches you. And I'll give you a scripture to give you an example of what I'm saying here. And the title is, The Lord Defends Me. But I want you to see that the Lord defends us when we face injustice or when we face reproach or when we ourselves are needing to judge that He defends us by giving us the right thoughts towards others because it is true when you do good unto others, you'll see the Lord do good unto you. And we'll read that in a minute there in Luke chapter 6. But listen to this. This has really helped me. And I've prayed this verse here in John 5, verse 30. In the Amplified, Jesus said, I am able to do nothing from myself independently of my own accord, but only as I'm taught by God and as I get His orders. Even as I hear, I judge, I decide, as I'm bidden to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give a decision and my judgment is right, just and righteous because I do not seek or consult my own will. I have no desire to do what's pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and the pleasure of the Father who sent me. When it comes to really knowing how to judge righteously and see the Lord raise up a defense, friends, we have to learn to live this way that Jesus shows us. And then he says this here in Luke chapter 6, 
it all will come together in just a moment. Listen to this. He says this in Luke chapter 6. I mean, it, it, how can you say, Pastor, that this is right? Listen to this. Love your enemies, verse 27. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. From him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. Just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. If you love those who love you, well, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do that. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that? Even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies. Do good, lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great in heaven, and you will be called sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. What is Jesus teaching you here? Leave it up to God. Step out of the way and let him deal with it. How do you step out of the way? I covered in love. I take no account of suffered wrong. I believe the best. I'm not going to repay you for what for what hurt me in this relationship. I'm not going to do an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. I, I'm getting out of the way by being meek and gentle, letting God deal with it. You know, God knows how to deal with things so much better than we do because he works inwardly by his spirit to turn dark hearts to light, to turn hostile hearts to merciful hearts, unforgiving hearts to gracious hearts. God knows how to fix things in a way we could never do, but he can. So when I'm talking about having the Lord defend me, to have that kind of spirit that allows him to do it, that allows him to do it. You see, when you are always ready to, 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 to come back right away, you give God no place to defend you. But when you walk meekly like Jesus and gently and humbly before your heavenly Father, you allow God to deal with it. God knows how to deal with things in a way we could never do it. I've seen this happen so many times when my heart was truly broken before him. And I really prayed, Father, you're my strength. You're my shield. You are my refuge, Lord. In you, I'm complete, lacking nothing. Father, I commit it all to you. But Father, be gracious, Lord. Be gracious. I'm not asking for condemnation and judgment. I'm asking for mercy, Father, because I want to be able to give it, Lord. So I'm asking for grace because I want to give it. I'm asking for forgiveness because I want to give it. I'm asking for blessing because I want to give it. Father, you are my defense. I committed to you, Lord. I surrender it to you. And it's incredible how God can turn things when we have that kind of heart, how he is able to defend us. So let me close with two small thoughts here. There's a scripture in Isaiah 11, 
verse 2 that I've prayed for some years. It says there, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, talking about Jesus, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel, and the Spirit of might, the Spirit of knowledge, and the reverential, obedient fear of the Lord. And he will not judge by what he sees or hears, but with equity he will judge the meek. You see, equity means with right order. And the Lord wants us to not judge by just our opinions. That's what Jesus was saying there in John chapter 5, verse 30. I am judging nobody by what I think of it. I don't want that. I want to know what the Father thinks about the situation. How often did the Father would say to me, son, leave it to me, just commit it to me and how he dealt with it and caused me to dwell in his rest and in his goodness. And listen in closing to this one verse that Jesus says in this incredible chapter 8 of the, God, of the book of John. He says here in verse 26, I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. You know, there's a lot I could say about this, but no, I'm leaving it to God. I'm only going to say what He says, what He shows me. And friends, let the Holy Spirit bring you to such a place where you allow God to be your defense, where He cultures your heart in such a way that He can stand up for you, that He can intercede for you, that He can bless you and prosper you. I remember this one dear lady and she was in a church in another country where they had some financial situations and, and they encouraged her and she felt compelled to take all the money she had and give it, and give it, and give it all. And she had nothing left and she really lived quite simple for a long time, for many years. Anybody observing that would think, you know, that church took advantage of that lady and look how she has paid the price. I would suggest never go that direction of thinking. Why? And I'm not saying that people can't take advantage of people. They do. They do. And Jesus describes that there in Luke chapter 6, how we should respond to, to people taking advantage of us, slapping us on the cheek, taking our coat, pushing us to go a mile and and on and on, lending and then not repaying, borrowing from us and not repaying, you know. And, and Jesus shows our attitude towards it. But, you know, I have seen years and years later that lady come into incredible prosperity <laughs> because the Lord saw her heart that she did it always unto the Lord and He was her defense and now he's blessing her and prospering her. And God does remember when you are meek and gentle, letting him be your defense, and he does stand up for you. He will. Amen. Have a good day.